0: Excuse me, I think I'm in the wrong apartment.
1: (laughs) Girl, you gotta focus on you, you gotta put yourself first, and she's like, I miss him. I'm like, okay, you're not listening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's like breakups, that's fun. That's what there's we're a, starting oh, there's, a, there's a couple of things I actually wanted to talk to you about, but, right. but since you uh, brought up the whole being there for someone that just broken up, yeah. for me, it's like, I just, I'm trying to get as busy as possible whenever I break up. Right. Yeah. Let's unpack
1: uh, that. What, what, why do you do that? Do you feel like if you're not making yourself busy, well, it's be sad?
0: It's a natural tendency to avoid my feelings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Buried deep.
1: Do you ever plan I, to work on that?
0: See, I feel like it's more of a, instead of burying it deep, it's kind of like a background process. Where if I bury it, I don't feel as much.
1: <laughs> That's generally then, how avoidance works. Y- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but
0: then it gets sort of slowly resolved in the background.
1: That's not resolving. You're just <laughs> <laughs> ignoring it.
0: Well, I feel like it's getting slightly resolved, slightly handled, you know? It's kind of like working out in your sleep someone told me about this thing like oh if you uh if you do like a hundred push-ups or a hundred whatever before wow. sleep and go straight to bed your mind will still be so focused on the workout that you'll work out in your sleep and that actually stimulates muscle growth
1: this is the most broy advice i've know, ever heard yeah.
0: yeah so that's what i do with breakups
1: <laughs> so yeah okay
0: i break up right before i go to sleep
1: <laughs> and in your mind you're still and, breaking up and yeah
0: yeah and then in my sleep i'm very sad and i get over right it. okay yeah.
1: yeah so um welcome to this episode of <laughs> men needs therapy <laughs> uh yeah featuring ld let's unpack all of your avoidance yeah. issues Do well
0: you- okay so the- <laughs> uh i think normally right so from my past relationships the biggest reasons it didn't work out was the fact that I'm codependent generally oh. or at least well like my tendencies were quite codependent back in the day still right. sometimes are uh which I'm I'm working on uh hashtag men need therapy right? <laughs> um so I would kind of get lost yeah. per se yeah and then when I would have a moment to myself I would realize that And not be happy, Mm -hmm. and that would weigh on the relationship. So whenever that's over, I'm like rediscovering myself.
1: Yeah, that I think that makes sense because your natural tendency is still to seek attachment. So like that, you can't work that out overnight. So if you immediately just wanted to distract yourself and get yourself busy, yeah, yeah. Judging
0: and then the classic. I don't know if women have that, but. (laughs) <laughs> when I was, I think I've talked about this, but when I was in my early twenties, there's a thing circulating like a, f- um, it was an abbreviation that stood for Fuck and other women. So it's like how to get over the one that got away or whatever, or how to get over like your ex. It's what, just like,
1: what is that abbreviation?
0: Uh, F T A this is how good we are with words. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, F T O. I spelled other with a. <laughs> oh no! This is bad. I just ate, so my brain does not work, and oh, I also just mind. worked out, so uh, I've seen a lot of blood is somewhere else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, weird. No. no,
1: like okay, we're not shaming though. Like if you.
0: Oh, duh. Fuck was that? There's a plane landing?
1: There's a drone spying on. Jesus. The Russians have sent troops to <laughs> they know where I am. Is that
0: my signal? <laughs> I am talking, awake, <laughs> Alexander. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, like no no judgment, no shame on people who just want to live like a hot boy summer or like a hot girl summer once we've got Hell a yeah. relationship. Like yeah, fuck that woman, fuck so, that man. So that's fuck the
0: woman. other thing I wanted to talk to you about yes. because I posted, since the last episode with Akeem, I posted on my Instagram, right. when was your hoe phase? <laughs> and you replied, ask me in three months.
1: <laughs> I, okay, I thought that submission was anonymous. <laughs> so there's a trust breach over here. And you just fucking outed me like that. Um, but yeah i'm also recently single yeah um is that
0: a woo yeah like
1: oh, okay. woo but like in a really peaceful yeah. like amicable way we're still friends um and i'm really excited for Hot Girl summer yeah
0: it's Will my forward. instagram
1: handle be in this do you description. want it to be it should shoot your shots like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> i had a few i had a few uh female comics on and they're like, so disappointed because
1: that no one, <laughs> the,
0: that no one like reached out and they're like, dude, oh, what shit. the fuck? And I was like, you said four times that you're not single. <laughs> I don't know why, why, why. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but still like, I'm hot enough, you know, to try that.
1: I'm Anyways. not hot enough, but I am very single. Oh, Let me say it. that. Repeat okay. it. I'm very single. Shoot your shot. Wherever you're listening. <laughs> you is important. You is beautiful. Yes. Hit me up.
0: Okay, perfect. Okay. Maybe we'll get something out of this. A few of my guests got dates out of it. Oh shit. Went nowhere, but hey. Oh. You know, there's everyone starts It's a numbers somewhere. game. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> okay. So, should we I didn't know that this could lead to something. I should have been more serious. I was fucking around in the beginning.
0: No, okay. No. it's I mean, you're like sitting up. You're like, "Okay. I
1: mean, yeah, I'm going to whip uh, out my let's let's best husband quality. Out of this. <laughs> yeah. Pull out my resume."
0: So, uh, what's What was your uh, process of breaking up like and, like, dealing with it?
1: Um, So, I... This is the first time I broke up with someone. And I truly hope he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) The first time I broke up with someone because I wasn't 100% happy. Like, it wasn't because... There was an external factor, mm. so all my previous long-term relationships ended because I moved or um, like some circumstances changed, and we just mutually agree that this no longer works. But this time, like no one died, no one cheated, no one like moved. It's just that I I came to the realization that I w- wasn't happy for a very long time, mm. um, and that was a really tough conversation to have because. Everything seemed fine on the surface. Like, we're still friends. I still really love him as a friend. And he's a really, really kind um, human being. But it just wasn't... It kind of felt like I, I, I had this pair of shoes that I really wanted to fit, but it doesn't. And I kept running around asking people, like... Do they look good? Like, should I keep them? And they're like, girl, you have to decide for yourself. I'm That's like, a very good analogy. But thank you. I'm very wise. I'm very wise if you're listening. And hot. Um so yeah, like I have kept... And
0: very single. I <laughs> if you miss that part. Let's <laughs> bring it up
1: every three yeah. minutes. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah.
0: so I'm single and
1: <laughs> next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still single.
0: I'll be um... like, so what's your favorite color? Well, as a single person
1: <laughs> <laughs> A single blue will yeah. be <laughs> um so yeah like I felt like I was very coward about it I kept waiting for like an external force to Mm. make the call for me like I almost wanted someone to rip the shoes off off of me and be like clearly they don't fit I'll be like oh well (laughs) I I guess I'm not the bad person in this because I think like they don't teach you how to break up when things seem fine Mm. you know we don't see that enough in um, in movies, we don't see that yeah, in has to be like a us. big
0: trauma, drama thing. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: I, I'm sure there are people in my family who like are still together, married because they're just like, we have to work this Same. out. And they're so starving about it. They're like, we have to find a way like this has to work out. Um, and I think that mentality got to me as well. Mm. I was like, okay, it, this relationship has all the factors and all it takes to be successful <laughs> and what am I missing what am I doing wrong and we tried a lot of things like we tried therapy we tried like why are you grow up why are you what are you expecting me to say Sorry. we tried sex toys Sorry. we tried yeah. a third person I mean animals
0: hopefully not <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you get therapy man. this is
0: not no this is not the first episode I've done so <laughs> right yeah, I have expectations usually, not expectations, but they're like established based on previous in- right. observations. So I was just like anticipating the thing. That's why it I like Took lied. a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But no, no, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. That's actually cool because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are in boring relationships and instead they could be single pursuing someone who's wise, single, and very Who attractive. could that be?
1: <laughs> Where can we find her? What's her Instagram? <laughs>
0: her? I'm saying him. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, right. I'm,
0: I'm single. I'm no. fine.
1: <laughs> hit us. We're both yeah. so desperate.
0: It's so very, very. <laughs> uh, what I like the most, I think, about the analogy you've made, because there's two things in that. First is like the shoe wasn't fitting and you kept trying to make it fit. Yeah. But the other one was showing the shoe to other people and being like is this what I should be wearing yeah and I feel like I'm doing a lot of the latter not now but I've been doing a lot of the latter where like I would find someone I like and then if I take them out and at least one person I know isn't like damn I'm like ah probably not not it yeah yeah I, I which is very superficial but I'm also I feel like that's how you learn to judge things at the beginning like kind of figure out what's good what's not until you develop your own taste but i feel like at this point i shouldn't should have but
1: but hey we're all just figuring out who we are and we're changing growing i think for me um and i don't know if you had a similar upbringing but i think i grew up pleasing my family and people around me a lot Mm. so i would form my judgment and my Like, not morality, but, like, what I consider things to be good or bad a lot depending on the result I would get out of it. Like, if I was rewarded, if someone gave me external validation, that I would consider that to be a good thing. Mm -hmm. And that deprives you from forming your own judgment and being very self-centered and, like, very in touch with this is what I want, you know? So, for me... Yeah, because
0: you're constantly chasing gratification from others. Yeah, and,
1: like, this quote-unquote like the right track or like the right life you should be having so i spent a lot of time fulfilling like my parents expectation like um if you like some people must have been able to tell from my voice already that i'm asian um but (laughs) they're like yeah that's that's what she sounds like um but it'd
0: be funny if you said single <laughs> <laughs>
1: single Asian female seeking a yeah. seeking, um, uh, connection but yeah like my parents expectation of me was that I would find the person I would be married by now like I would become a mother like I'm not living my life strictly abiding to that but like it does get to you right like mm-hmm. it does impact your judgment it also translates into other forms. Like, your relationship with your parents can often be reflected in how you treat your friends as well. And I think I relate to what you said, because I would also do that same thing where I take my friends' words and, like, I would ask them, like, is this right for me? Because I did that with my parents and I, I did that with the figures that I consider to be trustworthy and mm. loving in my life. So I keep. I, seeking that validation and it wasn't until recently that i really started to tune in on like my own gut feeling like does this feel right to me like i don't have to justify it to anyone i don't have to find a reason for it it's just and i don't have to explain it to anybody like mm. it's just how i feel like does it feel good
0: it all goes back to your childhood which is um yeah. uh fun it's
1: your developing years and yeah i feel like every adult spend the rest of their lives try to unlearn lots of things and try to really find out who they are Um, and also before I forget I did want to mention I think it's so important that if you're listening to this and you're in a relationship that you know is not serving for you but you searched your brain and heart to justify and you even guess lit yourself to think that maybe you should have wanted less maybe like it's you that's been greedy. Like I've been there. That's such a gut-wrenching and guilty journey to be on. There's so many factors that we end up feeling that way because like think about the last two years we just lived together. Mm. Like we all lived through this like fucking unprecedented (laughs) reality now um, that I think if you started a relationship in the pandemic or that you formed that through the past two years, it's healthy to like self-reflect and ask yourself some really tough questions like am i in this because all the ridiculous hardship that we went through has bonded me to this and now i feel like i need to make it work Mm. like it's so important to um to listen to your inner voice and also also That doesn't mean that you're like, well, I was happy on Tuesday, but I wasn't happy on Thursday. What the fuck do I do? Like, Our relationship is so dynamic and how you feel changes every day. To me, relationship status isn't binary either. It's not like because you listen to this, you're like, you know what? I think I'm 60% happy I'm not 100%, I should break up with him. Like, no, girl, hold that thought. Like, maybe all you need is some space. Like, be apart from each other for two weeks and see how you like it, you know, be creative with it. I'm just breaking down all the conventional, like, relationship thinking. What's
0: like, your thought on monogamous versus poly? open or poly?
1: Or open. Um, I was very, like, I think I'm, I I used to be a very conventional, like like a very... Um, square person when it comes to that because I, I, I grew up in China until I was 18 and there's no representation of anything that's not like a same-sex, like like having to marriage sort of relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't given an environment where I could explore other per- like probability and like other scenarios and I wasn't open-minded enough. But in my adult years, I've really come to just be really open minded and embrace that for myself for everyone else. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in an open relationship. I'm open to it. Um, <laughs> a little on the nose. Um, like get rid of the stigma, get rid of the judgment. Like you're not, you're not a hoe because you want to be in a open relationship yeah. where you have multiple I, partners.
0: I don't even think about it this way. To me, it just it sounds so complex to be in like a fully open relationship. It just sounds like so much work.
1: The logistics is a lot, I can imagine. Yeah. But what if y'all just had a group chat, you know? Like all the partners and you can like just be really open, share a Google calendar, you know, you know exactly what dates you're hanging out with each other. They're project management hacks, I feel like, consult.
0: <laughs> we we need a we need a chart, a Gantt chart yeah. with with tasks.
1: Exactly. It's yeah. a huge market. I think we're onto something.
0: Hey. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I I wish there was like a study for um for a chance of getting covid for people that are casually just fucking around and people that are that are like in polyamorous relationships. Right. Like which one would be riskier in but- <laughs> terms of diseases, you know okay. what I mean?
1: Dr. Bonnie Harry, if you're listening to this.
0: Yeah. It doesn't have to be covid, it could be Garderia or you know, <laughs> chlamydia, it doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: I mean, I feel like exposure is one, but being smart and using protection and just like controlling, um, make smart choices yeah. is a huge. I I I
0: absolutely <laughs> agree. I just I laugh because a, a buddy of mine is like he's a he's a chronic uh, raw dogger. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, "Dude, you can't be, like, you can't be doing this." Like, for the rec- gotta- I
1: do not condone this. Yeah. For the record, I'm like,
0: "You gotta, you gotta start using condoms." He's like, "I don't know, man. Raw is just worth it." <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's not."
1: Do we need to clarify like where we stand on this? Because
0: <laughs> uh, I don't want
1: to come off as judgmental, but <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel like if you're being safe and you're he he's also. He's he's had a vasectomy, so the, the STDs the STDs that's an issue, and he's like, I don't intend to live to sixty, <laughs> and I'm like, you'll still live to sixty with most STDs, and
1: if you die, you might take some people with you along yeah. the way, yeah. if
0: you don't. Okay, which is quite. I mean, you know, he's he's getting tested and all that sort of thing, but right, okay, Lots still, uh, where where do you stand direction. on that?
1: Open relationship or no, raw, raw dog? Doggy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey man, I love a skin to skin if it's an exclusive yeah. relationship. Okay. Like if we both know this is going to be safe. Um, if not, then like a hundred percent, let's be smart and yeah. minimize chances of transmission.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was watching this uh documentary. It's gonna be a, it's This porn, isn't it? Doc- this documentary is <laughs> gonna get dark for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get dark for a second. But I was watching this documentary <laughs> about downtown Eastside. Mm-hmm. And uh this guy was talking to a uh guy uh, like a dealer that was selling um uh fentanyl.
1: Right.
0: And they were talking about how like Every few weeks, there's like a stronger strain or whatever that like straight up kills people, and most addicts uh, want the stuff that's like so strong that it kills people, right and so the the interviewer was talking to the guy, and he's like, "So I've never had fentanyl before. like my tolerance isn't is non-existent. Uh, how would I do with this?" And he's like, "Oh, this shit will kill you." He's like, okay, would you sell this to me? He's like, man, I don't know. Like, it's it's your life, it's your choice. Uh, All I know is this is some good shit. And when I watched it, I was like, damn, this is exactly what any girl that asked me to raw dog her sounds like. (laughs) Even though it might ruin my life.
1: Wait a minute. So, first of all, at the beginning, we said documentary, I was like, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> on this topic, a documentary, but like, you're watching this really, really heavy topic, we're talking about like, drug abuse, yeah. mortality, morality, yeah. and you're like, all I'm thinking about is my dick, <laughs> this Not, has an implication. No,
0: safety, because right. he's like... I, I don't know man it's your choice if you want to do it or not but this is some good shit like this is gonna feel fucking amazing like it might ruin your life but this is gonna feel amazing and I'm like that's exactly like any girl that was like you should do it raw
1: but like <laughs> I think if you're just sitting on a park and you're having this oh, conversation no, like if, yeah. then of course you would be level headed you would be like no never
0: but oh it, the moment the moment a girl's like you should do it raw I'm like I should get a condom
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Honestly, good for you. But I also feel I feel bad for women who like ever offered that because well, feel bad sounds like condescending and I really don't mean to say it that way, but I personally feel like there's been a lot of expectation on women to be so giving in a sexual oh. relationship. And I just hope that isn't part of why. Like, yeah. she didn't feel like she had to put all herself out there and no. be like, I'm giving you well, the supreme Well, s- So
0: some people are... Some people are... Just don't like the way condom feels. And no
1: one likes... Who likes how condom feels?
0: <laughs> I'm like, thank God for condoms. Because otherwise I'd be down even quicker. Like, I so need you, to... <laughs>
1: yeah, you like the use. You don't like the feel. No one likes how it feels. No,
0: the other way around. Well, I'm like... It's kind of... <laughs> wait, Are we
1: discovering wait, no, your cotton no, fetish? No, or like no, nice no, it's not a condom fetish. Okay, fe-
0: okay. So I'm trying to... Um, it's kind of like... What kind of music do you listen to?
1: Country? No. Uh, I, I will say I listen to a pretty blend of...
0: You're so white.
1: Like... <laughs> What else are you looking for? An Asian girl who thinks like a white girl. I am single, by the way. The full package. Okay,
0: so I I used to and still kind of do listen to quite a bit of rap. And because I'm ESL, I would listen to certain songs and I wouldn't quite understand what it was. Right. So what I did is I would go either on YouTube or whatever and slow the song down. Right. This is what condoms do for me with sex.
1: I'm into it. I don't know what's happening, so let's slow it down. I gotta slow
0: down because it's over too quickly.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of woman's ass in this in this. yeah activity. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's um, so sexual. I gotta come down. Um, but right. then there's other uh, I was just thinking about how um, thinking back to a few times when uh, the girl was allergic to latex. right. So she had, she brought her own condoms, which is cool. But I was like, that's a red flag. Why? Not the bringing her own condoms, <laughs> but the latex. Why is that a, a red flag? I got to like throw away the 500 condoms that I bought <laughs> and then buy all the non-latex stuff. Like it's, it's a lot of work.
1: It's a lot of, it's not a red flag. You
0: know how, well, like for Some okay, all right. So I did the anonymous thing,
1: right?
0: Right, which you replied to non-anonymous thing. <laughs> just so we're clear. I'm not just. Yeah. Wait,
1: what do you mean? Like, uh,
0: so I did like an anonymous uh, thing with people. Thing? Yeah. And if then it's someone, anonymous,
1: how did you know? How did you know that? No,
0: the one you did wasn't anonymous.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> but the anonymous one i did was just like ask me questions and oh. one of the questions was like what's um, red flags right and for me the red flags are uh peanut, allergies peanut allergies
1: <laughs> what kind of able shit is this I,
0: i'm sorry i love peanuts i don't want to accidentally kill you like
1: right okay yeah. that's not a red flag though you just got to be more careful I've, so okay let's define flag. is flag something that you're like I will stay away from you or you're like, you know, what I will you not do?
0: date. Like as a friend, I'll be like, let's be friends. Yeah. But I will not date and proceed to.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I think you. it's okay to recognize your inconveniences. But to me, red flag is something that <laughs> I would, like, for example, yeah. like if I, I, I'm not a fan of messy people in particular. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that's a red flag. Like if I go to someone's house and it's like, looks like a dog bed, I'm not going to be like, you know why I'm going to run away from you? I'll just be like, you know, you do you. You keep your messy lifestyle. That's
0: exactly how I feel about it. Okay. Yeah. But I refer to it as a red flag. Right. Because for me, a red flag is anything that would make me not want to pursue the person romantically. Okay. Yeah.
1: Mm. But still, that's a spectrum. I feel like there are... Reflex to me is like... If some
0: ogre like like bad peanut butter peanut (laughs) allergy like a bad one like like you touch a peanut you die i'm sorry we like i don't want to accidentally like have peanut butter on my face (laughs) and then just kill you like there's gonna be there's gonna be choking during sex and if
1: i'll be like i'm like is she getting into it
0: is she getting into it or is she having an allergic reaction
1: or is mix that yeah. I ate earlier that's yeah. cooler. okay if this ever happened can i be a fly on the wall during that breakup talk you're just like look stacy you're amazing i this is going really well i don't think it's gonna go
0: even that but... far because <laughs> yeah i feel like if someone catfished me with like a peanut allergy i'll be like
1: man this is like i think this speaks to so much of the different dating scene it is out there for (laughs) men and women. We're out here, like, red flags are he followed me home and he he stole money from my purse while I was in the bathroom. And you're like, peanuts allergy? Mm -mm, Not for me. No. Gotta be (laughs)
0: able-bodied. That's not... I I don't... Okay, first off, I don't consider someone who's got a peanut allergy as a non... like a disabled person. They're, they're as able as all of us.
1: <laughs> they have limitations, but yes, yes, yes. I, 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 I understand where you're coming from, yes.
0: Like, I don't think of them as lesser. <laughs> I just wouldn't want to... Inconvenient. Date. Right, okay.
1: How like, much of this can we actually use? I feel like the past most 10 of, minutes... Most of this. Has I, been pretty trash.
0: <laughs> whatever. Uh, you say, like, inconvenient... In terms of dating, like I'll still be friends with people that have peanut allergies. Please don't leave me. Uh, <laughs> like I know, I know people with peanut allergies, and they're some fine. of
1: my best friends are <laughs> peanut. <laughs> <laughs>
0: my uncle's, my, uh, my uncle's wife has a peanut allergy.
1: I have family members <laughs> who suffer from peanut allergy. I donate to the peanut <laughs> allergy fund.
0: Uh, no, but I. I did, I I think I talked about this, but I did an audition once. Well, I did many auditions, but I did this one hey, rag. Where, where it was a family car commercial,
1: right?
0: And I was supposed to be the dad. Like I was, oh, auditioning, I was auditioning to be a dad. Usually, they're like. Tell us something interesting about you when you do like the slate. When you're like, I'm this tall and this old, my name is the-
1: that's so interesting. Wow. You know how many
0: I did based on how that's amazing how lost I am. Just um, <laughs> uh, but in that one, they're like, Tell us something surprising about you. I don't so, date, and our- no, and because because it surprised me, I, w- I was like a little shocked. Still, like auditions are ner- nerve wracking, right? So <clears throat> I was like if I ever get allergic to peanuts, I'll just kill myself. Oh shit. (laughs) And the guy goes, okay, do you want to try one more time? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm good with that. I'm good. Uh, I didn't get it. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Shocking. I was rooting for you.
0: Yeah. And I didn't get dropped by my agent somehow too, which is nice, yeah. I guess, because I, I guess you didn't hear about it. But yeah. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is there's a pattern of behavior,
1: right?
0: which is I love peanuts. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. If, ladies, if you're listening to this.
0: Yeah. If you're single and ready to cover yourself with peanut butter. <laughs> If you can handle being covered with peanut butter, uh, oh let's talk. God. No, this is like
1: the voice, the internal monologue of a dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, if Maybe you want just
0: get a dog, if you want to run, a we run have around so much in, common.
1: in a park yeah. and eat peanut butter together. But I think what you touched on like compatibility is see segwaying, bringing it all back together. Thank you.
0: At least one of us has to uh,
1: just honestly, I should take your job. <laughs> I, I, I think that's what I was saying before, like compatibility is such a subjective thing. Like mm-hmm. you have to know what floats your boat and what kind of behavior and people person is compatible for you. Right. Um. I was talking to a friend earlier and she was saying that, I don't know, I just, I'm not feeling it, but he's such a good guy. He has a good job. Like he has like all these that
0: screams settling down
1: everything like yeah everything looks good on paper and i was like if that's what you're after you won't be asking yourself this question Mm. if you're only after like money or status or being with someone who has a stable like income or life then you will genuinely feel fulfilled like you won't even be saying this Mm. the fact that you're saying this means you're pursuing something else and you're just not letting yourself be honest with your own preferences
0: hmm I am of the school of thought that most people that are searching, they haven't really found themselves, Mm -hmm. and I do believe that once one finds themselves, they'll know what they want in another person, because, at least I hope so, because that's where I am. Yeah.
1: Wow, Uh, I'm proud of you as a recovering, codependent person. Well,
0: in recovery, yes. (laughs) codependent anonymous yeah, yeah uh there i think there is codependent anonymous i think so uh i haven't looked too much into it um but i think yeah uh so for your hot girl summer how do you i people? honestly
1: don't even leave my house <laughs> nice.
0: yeah.
1: but yeah so i i think that right out of my last relationship there was like a unconscious urge to be like, let's go out and meet people. Let's try dating apps, maybe. And I wasn't actively thinking that, but those thoughts popped into my head. Mm-hmm. And I think it's my brain trying to adapt to changes. It's like, oh, we used to have like a romantic component to your day-to-day routine, and now that's missing. Let's find the next available thing to fill that gap. And I had to actively like stop that thought on the track and say no we're we're focusing on friendship we're focusing on myself mm-hmm. we're focusing on realizing that i am enough and mm-hmm. finding like my own happiness and peace from within um so honestly for my hot girl summer i have a couple of trips and plans all with friends planned out I'm so stoked about it um I don't even know like where to go to meet people. I'm not down to go back to dating apps again. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. So I don't know how to meet people organically when I'm also so paranoid about like public places and large gatherings. What what do you mean? Like, what 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 do you do? Like, go to a bar, (laughs) go to a park. I don't know. You're
0: paranoid about large places in in what in what sense?
1: I guess social anxiety pretty easily when. It really depends on I think the energy and the people that I'm around. Some days I'm like, yeah, let's and get this you, party you going. You get
0: social anxiety and you do stand up.
1: <laughs> but see, I'm the only person talking, so usually it's oh, okay. like just my in you know monologue driving it. Um, but I yeah, I feel like it depends on the room that I'm in. Some rooms definitely give me the like the chills and goosebumps. I'm like. I don't know. I just don't feel safe around this audience, but I got to power through and do it anyways. Like, you know, those rooms, like
0: you don't feel safe.
1: Yeah. Like there were times where, you know, my, how my content a lot of times is about navigating, um, like say a male dominated industry as a woman, like navigating the world as a person of color. And there will be like certain audience sitting in the front row, clearly telling me with their facial expression that they feel kind of attacked and I was just like, "Whoa, okay, so I hope this doesn't escalate to you wanting to retaliate and like attack me back.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Is this the first time you ever heard about it?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I understand that 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 is a a possibility, but I mean i'm I'm not. I'm not a big guy by any means. <laughs> so if I say something on stage, I just know that, like, someone could attack me on stage. I guess, but I don't think too much about it because, if someone does, it'll be kind of funny. <laughs> Please They're don't like, attack me yeah, on stage.
1: It's not an imitation.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but I don't. I've also ha- have not seen anyone get attacked on stage. I feel like if I saw people get attacked on stage yeah. personally, I'll be like, I would be more concerned about yeah. it. But because I haven't seen it, to me, it sounds like a yeah. just.
1: But I think anxiety. growing up as like a femme person, you get that fear trained into you. Yeah. This is why you get told, like women get told, like don't walk home, al- like don't walk alone yeah. at night, like always be shoulder checking, be careful, like how people are looking at you. That's Just you. for driving, yeah. Uh, <laughs> bold of you to bring driving into
0: this (laughs) i was taught to shoulder always shoulder check too so
1: like i think i got taught to read body language and like facial expressions and all those like little energy hints pretty well because you gotta know like am i pissing someone off like are they yeah um
0: i was reading about how most of that stuff is like i was watching the show i think It was like Lie to Me cult, something like that. And it was about how this guy was like reading facial expressions and he was like, yeah, this person's lying. And then like uncover crime that way, right? Right. So I read into, there's apparently like schools that teach that to cops and all that. And apparently uh, the success rate of those techniques is like (laughs) 50-50. Right.
1: So it's a pure guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm saying, like, you might be pretty good at reading people, especially in an environment where there's like, you're either anxious or stressed or, or it's new, uh, it might be amplified by yeah. those emotions. So yeah. if someone might seem angry, they're not really angry. I don't know.
1: But in, so uh, this is, I feel like we need to put another trigger warning, but I think especially in the past two years. As an Asian person, having seen so much much attack, you don't even want to take that chance.
0: Sorry, uh, when I was, like the stuff I was saying before, it wasn't like, nah, you're just seeing shit. It was more (laughs) like, you're fine on stage most of the time. Probably. it, It was more to console than to be like nah you're just making yeah, shit up get your head yeah, out yeah, of yeah but, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: but it, like physical safety is one like I think sexual safety is another mm. I fortunately haven't had someone say anything inappropriate about me that's nice um, in a way I feel like am I not hot enough for them to harass me what's happening because <laughs> I have female comic friends who are, like got told by an audience that they wanted to fuck her after a show or like wanted to
0: where are these do people at things <laughs> <laughs> No one told me that. <laughs> well, never mind. Uh, let's not invite more into this conversation. Yep, yep.
1: Anyways, yeah. Social anxiety. That's where we're diverged. Mm. Um. Yeah. So
0: you're saying, like, where where to even meet people? Yeah. Um, How does that but really you dance? Happen?
1: I do dance. You don't
0: meet people through dance.
1: I I do. I mean when you're dancing like when I'm dancing it's more of like a performer and audience relationship Mm. so it's hard to yeah like it's I'm not like when I'm dancing I'm focusing on like the art the music I'm not even thinking about anything else right just like when you're doing stand up like even if you spot someone cute from the audience you're not gonna be like "Mm -hmm, how you doing like you're gonna focus on your material
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no 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 yes absolutely right so i mean i'll 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 see someone so <laughs> um <laughs> uh, uh i don't think i've talked about this but months ago that was in january
1: right
0: i that is months
1: ago
0: yeah yeah <laughs> thank you um i was on stage at suzy's uh i Susan. go yeah i go up i don't think she'll listen to this <laughs> i go up i do very well i get off stage and then oh wow so while we're in the back like with all the comics i see this really cute girl I'm walk through and i was like damn to myself and like, <laughs> uh, to her like, and damn yeah 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 and and then um, she was like going to the bathroom. So when she was on the way back, I saw her like where she was sitting, and she was on a date or like with someone. And I was like, ah, okay, well, whatever. I'm not gonna fuck up someone's date. And then I do I do my set, and it goes really well. Really well. I was like close to the end, and uh, the show is over. Everyone's kind of leaving, and she's sitting on the table. Her date went to the bathroom, and I'm just kind of like. I didn't, I didn't approach her. I was kind of, like, hanging out by the bar, like, talking to Randy, but, like, pretty close.
1: But, like, sitting across but, but like, from her. <laughs>
0: but, like, kind of there, right? Uh, she's making eye contact with me. Like, it's, you know, some's there. And I was like, am I, like, am I seeing this or is yeah. something actually there? Oh, I was like... Thanks thanks for coming, the classic, like, hope you enjoyed the show. And she was like, yeah, that was really good. And then her her date comes back, and he's like, hey, man, that was really funny. I was like, thank you. And he's like, you, you remind me of a friend of mine. And I don't know why. Off the top of my head, I'm like, does your friend have a big dick too? <laughs> I don't. I don't. But I just thought it would be so funny. I was like, because uh, I always, I do this thing where, like, I... <laughs> I do something cocky but sarcastically. That's so stupid. I know. What did you say? <laughs> it was so funny to me.
1: Oh my god.
0: And the guy's like, um uh,
1: <laughs> That's so embarrassing.
0: I I know. It was so bad. I'm crying right now.
1: If I were her my
0: No, no, right. So, look. <laughs> she she laughed. The guy kind of like smirked a bit. Uh and I was like, ah, just kidding. And so I go outside because they're, like, they're getting ready. And I'm like, I'm not going to get in on the thing, right? I right. it's like, that was my shot.
1: <laughs> and you nailed that <laughs> with flying colors. So
0: listen, right? I go outside. We're chilling with the comics that uh, there's, like, Jorari's lighting up a joint. I don't smoke. We're just chilling there. And then they walk out. And she she makes eye contact with me, and okay. I see it on her face, and I was like, w- "Wait, wait,
1: you're still interested after no, that?" No, I was work? like, I was
0: like, "Wait," and then they walk by, they're like, "Good night, good night," walk away, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, Do you guys see that?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "You didn't see that," and they're like, "No, you're see what see what you're like <laughs> what?" And I was like, "Am I going crazy? What the hell?" I go home, I wake up. I have a DM (gasps) from her on my Instagram.
1: Oh, Oh, I live for this! Oh my god! And she's
0: like, "Hey, uh, I saw you at the show. Do you want to go on a date?"
1: (gasps) Was that her brother?
0: No, that was a date.
1: Oh shit! Was that her brother?
0: (laughs) No, no, that was was, yeah, that was a date. Uh, No judgment. And uh, I was like, "Yeah, sure, sounds cool," and. it didn't go anywhere. Uh, no, we, <laughs> we met. It was like kind of cool. And then I got COVID for like oh, shit. Uh, a week or something. And then you're going to be like, it's a and COVID then... <clears throat>
1: complication. It was big yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, trust yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah.
0: Then, <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. COVID. I was like, I, I've got no taste. No, I... no penis. Uh, it's gone. No, no, no. It was like going fine. And then uh, after COVID, uh, we went on like another day, but I was still kind of feeling off. So I wasn't like... Doing anything, and it just kind of died out. Yes, you heard but this I think I deleted it. Oh, I I may have also blocked it because um, she would like message me out of the blue every now and then, and I'm like, this is yeah, yeah, uh, but but
1: Damn. That's like, neat cute. That's actually a cute story, despite but, your efforts so, so, to fuck it up.
0: Okay, so she she was like, don't tell anybody, right? <laughs> I and hear this you is are talking about I, it This is podcast. what I live for, right? Uh, <laughs> no, if someone's like, keep a secret, I'll keep a secret. But because we're not talking anymore, it doesn't matter. Uh, I was curious because I was like, um, was I just seeing yeah. the look and all that? So I was like, when did you. Wait, I think I have it saved on my phone
1: <gasps> oh shit I think I have it saved okay mm-hmm. listeners I will be your eyes in this situation
0: no I uh, not her profile oh uh, but never mind. very attractive uh, woman i um, have to
1: take your words for it then this taste I... is kind of questionable hey now <laughs>
0: don't you dare uh no I'm kidding
1: now I'm scared what you about to show me is it your dick <laughs> Are you gonna show me your five minute set? You're like, look Wait, how killed no, that no. night. He's actually looking deep into his phone right now. By the way, if you haven't seen, so <laughs> I won't read it. I won't read it out loud.
0: No, you can read it out loud. So oh, this shit. is this is the message she sent me.